try this on for size. Yes! Yes! 12.02. McMonagle here with you for a five-hour midnight ride. You count it. One, two, three, four, five. All the way to 5 a.m. in the warm-up show. We got Paulie Rosenberg on the other side. There he goes. Making his presence felt. Which I'm not still entirely sure. I don't know if it's sponsored. I don't know if Paulie's making his presence felt with WFAN's Twitter, but they're putting out weather reports. When did this start, Paul? Are you are you involved in the WFAN Twitter? Don't answer now. It was a rhetorical question. <laughs> Cleveland on the other side. And we got you at 877-337-6666. Right here on the fan, me and you, and yes... And the abrupt cutoff, it sounds terrific. I love it. Nothing is going to get me down today. You know why? Do you know why? Yes, yesterday we spent a bunch of time talking about hockey and the Rangers, and that was fun. And I enjoyed it. And basketball season will soon be back. What Knicks we will expect to have back from injury. Jacques Vaughn out with the Nets. No one cares. But I'll tell you right now, it is baseball season, and I'm all in. And maybe it's just because I watched a little vignette and Brian Kenny made on MLB Network about how Judge is the best hitter in baseball and it's not close. I don't know. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the fact that just everything has gone right so far in Yankee camp, and it's one day, I know. But it's overreaction Tuesday on the fan on this Tuesday morning as I am pumped about this season, and particularly right now about the Yankees on a couple of different fronts. One, we got to see the new shiny toy that is Juan Soto, one of the great hitters in Major League Baseball, now to pair up with the best hitter in Major League Baseball in Aaron Judge. But Juan Soto's there at camp today wearing his generational Juan Soto shirt, rocking his own name. He's the band wearing his own band to the, his own concert. I love it. I love the confidence. I love everything about it. I love everything he said. I love, listen, what do you expect, Chris? What do you think he's going to say? That he hates to be here and he can't wait to hit for agency? No, I get it. I don't care. He seems pumped to be here. He talked about the community, the Latin community. Uh, his his favorite player growing up was Robinson Cano. He's talked to Robinson Cano about being a Yankee and how much fun he's going to have and how he's going to love it here. He's talked about it. He expects it to feel like home. I expect it to be home for the next 10 to 12 years after this year. I can't wait to see him get going. But you know what I want to focus on? As pumped as I am about Juan Soto, and that obviously is the crown jewel of this offseason. This offseason that they still are hung up on Blake Snell. We'll get to it. Stop it. Blake Snell is not going to be a Yankee. How many times I got to tell you? We'll get to that in a second. But as much as I'm fixated on the idea that Juan Soto showed up to camp, I am telling you right now, I have been a Yankee fan for as long as I can remember. For whatever reason, my memory isn't that good as a child. People have these crazy memories. They remember, like, my sister's like this. She remembers things when she was three years old. I have no memory. Like, really, about, I go back to about, like, without, like, a couple of moments here or there, seven, eight. Like, I don't really, like, baseball, I started watching baseball at 10 years old. That's what I remember. 1993 was the first season I started watching Yankee baseball, and I fell in love with Wade Boggs. That was my guy to start. But I honestly believe what I'm about to say is 100% true. I don't think I will, this coming season, I will root for a player harder 
than I may have ever rooted for a Yankee in the history of my life. I think that's fair to say, as crazy as that sounds. As much as the child in me rooted for Derek Jeter and rooted for Bernie Williams and loved Paul O'Neill, who was on the station earlier today in the afternoon show with Tiki and Evan, as much as I love all those, those 90s teams, I'm telling you right now, I don't care what all of you say. I don't care that he should be shipped off. I don't care that it's time to get his contract off the books. I don't care about any of it. I will be rooting harder this year for Giancarlo Stanton than I've ever rooted for a Yankee in my life. And I'll tell you why. One, because if he ever does revert back to being that guy, if he does, the one, two, three punch of Soto Judge and a Stanton back to being at least close to what he was is 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 something I can't even fathom right now. It's something that would change the dynamic of who this team is and what it's been for, for the last couple of years with this offense. And and elevated to such a level that we that I can't even I can't even fathom right now. But that if he can revert back to that, then this Yankee lineup is going to be dynamic. Absolutely dynamic. And right now I hear all the jokes. I was watching SMY, I'm on Twitter, I hear all the jokes. Oh, best shape of my life, best shape of my life. This isn't some overweight guy. This isn't even Carlos Rodon who showed up last year and looked like a completely different person this year. That's a guy who got into the best shape of his life. That's a guy who showed up last year at camp, not in the best shape of his life, and it led to arm pain, it led to back pain, it led to a miserable season, it led to an ugly-looking mustache, although mustaches do look well on round faces, I can guarantee you that. I know that for a fact. Just saying. Even with Yankee visors on. Yes, I wear a visor. Everybody shut up. But this is not some out-of-shape dude showing up suddenly in the best shape of his life. This isn't Pablo Sandoval showing up in the best shape of his life. This is a guy who's in better shape than 99% of his peers as, as professional athletes, let alone professional baseball players. This is not the best shape of your life. This is a man at 34 years old who dedicated himself to change his body physically. To change who he was. To change the Greek Adonis that he's been for his entire career. And change structurally how his body works. He has slimmed down tremendously. You look at him, he looks like a different person. There's pictures next to Judge, and it's like, you know, him and Judge were on par. You know, Judge is a little bit of a bigger guy, but Stanton's been built and shredded. And, and like, the idea that he looks like just an athletic guy, and he talked about it. He set his mind to it. At the beginning of the year, he talked about it. And one of the best quotes, and, and I love everything coming out of it. I love everything that he said, too, at camp. One, I'm going to, and you know how I'm going to do it. I love the idea that he was motivated by the great Brian Cashman, who had something to say about him in the offseason at the end of the year, saying, hey, look, what are you going to do? Injuries are part of his game. I love the idea that that motivated this man and pissed him off. When asked about that, you know how, when, he, when asked how he feels about that, he said, Cash knows how I feel about that. In other words, not pleased, and I let Cash know. He also talked about the idea of just he doesn't get paid for being a stand-up guy and taking accountability, which he has done better than any high-priced. I know he was via trade, but he gets paid a lot of money. 
one of the more high, of all the high-priced Yankees that have ever come our way, of all the different free agents, trade evaluate, you know, uh, trade acquisitions, all the different guys that have come down the pike and put on a Yankee uniform with high expectations and high salaries and you know high demand, nobody, nobody has handled the backlash of not playing well as 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 unbelievably well as Giancarlo Stanton has, and he still doesn't fall back on that as some sort of correlation prize. I may, some other Yankee fans may, if you're so inclined, but he's not. I don't get paid to be a stand-up guy. I don't get paid to answer tough questions. I don't get paid to, you know, say, hey, listen, I suck. I got to be better. I get paid to be better. That's exactly, I mean, you could not have put it any better. He, he, in some ways, he does get paid to answer tough questions. In some ways, he does get paid to stand in front of his locker and answer to the New York fan base. In some ways, he does. But he recognizes exactly what he needs to do, and that's produce and win a championship. And he talked about wanting to feel like a baseball player again. And I love that, too. In a generation where we talk about home runs and this and that, this guy wants to be a baseball player. And he was able to do that with the body he had previously on younger years, on younger legs, and it wasn't an issue. And it's become one, and this guy has worked his ass off to change who he is structurally. This isn't, hey, I, I, you know, I ran a ton, uh, you know, and I ate nothing but, you know, quinoa and and lettuce and and chi- and grilled chicken for every day for you know three months and and dropped twenty five pounds, thirty pounds. This is a guy who looks like he's changed who he is. And I am, I, I'm telling you right now, I am thrilled with what he's done. And it's game. He might get hurt tomorrow, and I'll look like a jackass here for this open. But you know what? I'm rooting for him, and I'm pumped for him, and I honestly believe that hopefully he can impact this team because if you have him in the middle of the lineup, and I'm not worried about him losing power. I'm not worried about him losing bat speed. I don't think he would do anything that would dramatically change how he impacts the baseball. He's talked about changing his swing a little bit. I I am looking forward to seeing what Giancarlo Stanton can be for this team because I honestly believe he's important, and I honestly believe when you look at it fairly, as much as he's been hurt, and dragged this team down over the last two years, and you can't argue it, and he wouldn't argue it. That's why he went out there and made the changes. When given the opportunity, he's been one of the more, if not the most, clutch player on the team. In big games, Giancarlo Stanton has shown up better than Judge. He's shown up better than even Garrett Cole. He has shown up better than almost any player on this team. This side of, you know, let's be honest, Harrison Bader. For the one playoff series. Besides that, Giancarlo Stanton has been their best postseason performer. And they need him to be. Yeah, it's nice to say, oh, I, I wish we had a definitive answer and they could just cut him and eat his money and yeah, they'd move on fine. That's one way. The other way is to actually have the guy get back to being who he is. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, you know, Strowman too as well. Let's be honest. As much as the slings and arrows he's going to take if he doesn't pitch well. And as much as, again... We're, we are a week into this thing and a day into pitch, uh, position players showing up. But if you watch Stroman, he's showing up every day in new Yankee gear. You can't wipe the smile off his face. He's got a video with Wells. He gives up a home run to Wells, uh, the young catcher, Austin Wells, in, in whatever, live BP or whatever. And then there's, like, video of him hugging him, saying, I, I'm so glad you're my teammate. You're going to be awesome. Like, he's just all in right now. And that could last five minutes as well. 
But you add that to what we've already seen from the dedication that we got out of um, the the all the different guys, honestly, have shown up. But the the impactful guys that we needed to be there, the Stantons of the world, the Strowmans of the world. Carlos, the Carlos Rodons of the world. Carlos Rodon, here's another one. He's He shows up to camp throwing 97 miles an hour. He's lost all this weight. And it looks like everyone who needed to be dedicated to this year, and that should be the whole team coming off this miserable season of 82 wins. They showed up to camp and in Tampa about three or four weeks early, half the team. They look pissed off. They look ready. And they look like, yes, in the best shape of their life. Yeah, and I'll give you that for Rodon. Giancarlo transformed who he is. And right now, as Soto comes in talking about how comfortable he is and how he could view this as home, and you're seeing what you're seeing out of Stroman, you're seeing what you're seeing out of Carlos Rodon, and you're seeing what you're seeing out of Stanton. For right now, I'm all in. And I'm as excited as I can be for a Yankee season, even if it doesn't bring me that next pitcher that should put them over the top in Snell or Montgomery. And you can forget it. Let's end there real quick. Let me say it one more time. I don't care what reports come out about they offered him this, they're willing to do that, there's some uh, some mechanism that could be worked out. Oh, Snell wants to be a Yankee, he's communicating. Blake Snell is not going to be a New York Yankee. It is not going to happen under no circumstance. There is no way to make it work unless he wants to take an eight-year deal for $20 million per. If he wants to sign an eight-year, $160 million deal, maybe. But I've been trying to tell you this for weeks. Cuddy, uh, Brendan Cuddy wrote the article for the Atlantic. He just was on with Keith. He tried to explain it to you, too. It's 110% on the luxury tax. After they signed Stroman, they offered Snell the contract before Stroman. He said no. They turned to Stroman and gave him $18 million per. Now they're at that last luxury rung, uh, and they're over it. And every dollar is going to cost them 110%. They are not paying I don't care if he wants to take a one-year deal. There's no way the Yankees are doing it. You think the Yankees are giving Blake Snell or you know paying seventy million dollars for Blake Snell one year? But there's no way. There is no way they are allotting that much money. Plus, you got to give up a second and a fifth round pick because of where they are in the luxury tax because he's got the qualifying offer attached to him. So now you're going to give Snell seventy million dollars this year, and you're going to lose a second and fifth round pick. I'm telling you right now, the Yankees are not doing it. This is the rotation they're going north with. And you know what? No matter what John Heyman or anyone in the media who's working for Scott Boris or is, you know, being at least, I don't want to say working, that's probably a bit much, but at least, you know, being nudged in a certain direction by the great Scott, the, the great, the great Scott Boris, whose clients are all over the place, underachieving in this market and have, and having market after market collapse on itself. Don't let any of these stories that come out that nudge the Yankees to Blake Snell. It's not happening. It's not happening. There's mixed reports on if they've offered a new contract. I don't believe that either. They offered him a big, they offered him a fair contract. He turned it down. They pivoted. It's over. It's over. And as much as that means that there is a level that this team went to in the offseason and it wasn't the all-in, 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 all-in that we were looking for, that I was looking for. 
I wanted that secondary ace to go behind Cole. I wanted Soto and Judge in the middle of the lineup, a dynamic duo. I wanted, you know, Cole and another pitcher right at the top of the rotation, whether it was Yamamoto, Snell, Bieber, Burns, someone like that. I wanted that right that that top two to go along with the middle top two of the lineup in Soto and Judge. And it we're not going to get it. Yankee fans, you're not going to get it. But that doesn't change the fact that there's a good chance this team is is absolutely capable of going out there and winning a World Series. And there is a chance when you take when you take into account Verdugo and Glaber Torres coming off one of the best years of his career and the way hopefully if Stanton can stay healthy and, you know, Soto and Judge in the middle of this lineup, this team is good enough to go win. And after one day, overreaction Tuesday, I don't care. I'm pumped about this Yankee season. And I think there is no reason this team can't be the best team in the division. Whether it's on right now, on paper, they're not. But there's no reason they can't be better than Baltimore. There's no reason they can't be the best team in the American League. And there's no reason this can't be the year that they put an end to the stupid drought of 2009. 877-337-6666. We'll get to the Mets and Marte. But unfortunately for them, most of their arguments lead towards the future. I mean, we can talk about this, and they say all the right things. Manager's talking about it's time to win. You know, Stearns is telling you he believes he put together a team that can make the playoffs. Marte's going to tell you he can play 170 games, how good defensively the outfield could be with Bader in center field and Nimmo moving over to left and Marte. And, you know, if, if Alonzo has a monster year looking for a contract and Lindor has another great year, one of the best shortstops in the league, those are all not. Alvarez becomes an absolute beast at the catcher. Beatty uh, answers questions. Vientos becomes a legitimate DH. They've added Luke Voigt, another Yankee, and just, you know, they're throwing plugs at that DH role. They're playing, they're throwing, a, like, the same way they've treated the back end of the rotation. They're treating the DH spot. But, hey, sure, anything is possible. But most of the conversations around the Mets are next year and Pete Alonso and whether or not they'll go sign Juan Soto. And that's what frustrates me as a as a as a Met onlooker would piss me off is the way this this season right now is kind of in the on the back burner compared to the future. But the Yankees are now. They are right now. And so far a day in, yeah. Let's dream. Let's dream, you and I. 